Hi, my name is Mish Saka. I'm a people, culture, and social impact ninja. I've worked in human resources for the past 11 years and have an HR consulting business. I love to talk to people to learn about their careers, business, and ventures. Let's explore, grow, and level up together. Please welcome Tanisha Nicole Ravenel, licensed realtor. Welcome, Tanisha. Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. To give you all a little background, I met Tanisha about two years ago at a women's retreat, and she is a true boss. During the, during the retreat, during our downtime, she was closing real estate deals. Tanisha, please introduce yourself to our audience. Well, first, I would like to say thank you so much for the opportunity to um, share my story and my world of entrepreneurship. But my name is Tanisha Nicole Rapnow. I am a licensed realtor and investor in Northeast Florida. I like to consider myself to be more than just a real estate agent or a realtor. I am a real estate professional advisor, and I love to teach people all things about real estate from buying, selling, investing, and even development. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Tanisha. So um, let's get into your career journey, right? So when I first met you, um, we both connected, um, having both worked in human resources and people operations. I'm still in the field and you kind of transitioned to real estate or you have transitioned to real estate. Can you talk about your previous career background? Yes, absolutely. So when I originally started my career, um, like for real started my career, I was working in accounting for about five years and I just felt like accounting was very mundane. It was the same thing day in and day out. And I'm really good with numbers, but it just wasn't what was working for me. And I remember I was looking to leave my company and go find another another career path or another job and then my ceo had found out that i was looking to leave and i told one employee and told her not to say anything but clearly she said something and it ended up working out in my favor because my ceo came in town took me to lunch and said hey we have a new company that we're getting ready to start um and we would love for you to assist us with starting that whole process and so that kind of led me into the people management human resource aspect and so i did that for another five years absolutely loved it um very much so a people person and um they wanted me to move to tallahassee i couldn't move because it just didn't work for me and i ended up losing that job and so i end up you know, trying to figure out life, try to start, um, go back into entrepreneurship. I tried to start a staffing company because essentially that's what I had helped that company do. I did that. That didn't work out. <laughs> that was like the second <laughs> business, the second role of entrepreneurship that didn't work out. And then I decided, you know what, let me, you know, just pursue something part-time so that I can focus on, you know, entrepreneurship full-time at another job as an HR director, they loved me, I loved them, and it was supposed to be temporary and ended up staying. And I was doing that. And I was also on fifth of the executive leadership team. And then COVID happened. Yes. And so COVID. when COVID happened, I had to lay off more than 50% of our staff, which was the most difficult day professionally I've ever had to experience because there were 
primary breadwinners. There were single parents. There were, you know, individual single moms, single dads, people losing their job. And we had no idea what tomorrow would bring. And that was really hard for me. And then September 11th of that year, my CEO called me in his office and said, I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you go, which, you know, made sense because you don't have any employees. Why would you have an HR director? (laughs) But the fortunate thing is that earlier in that year, I had got my real estate license. So I went to real estate school in January, got my license in February, joined my brokerage in March, had my first client under contract in April. And then that's all while going through the whole COVID aspect of things. And then September that year got laid off and just decided to do real estate full time. And when I tell you it is the best decision I have ever made and I cannot see myself doing anything else. Thank you so much for that. And my next question was going to be like, when did you know it was the right time to pivot from HR to real estate? But it sounds like it was kind of like forced to do it. How would you describe that time? It was, you know, it was during that time, there was like a lot of unknowns. But I think throughout my life, I had so many crossroads where it was like, do I do this or do I do that? Operating in fear. And I had just decided that I'm going to operate in faith. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to operate in faith. And I know based on my professional experience that I was an intricate part in companies growing and their development. And I have a strong business acumen. And so I said, why not take all that I know and all of the experience that I'd lended to my employers and not really and and put that effort into building something for myself and for my kids and for generations to come. And that's what I decided to do. And so I'm so grateful that I operated in faith and, you know, just went out and just did it. And there was some, some, there were some hurdles, you know, um, but I got through it. So for me, sometimes when it's too easy, you're just not going to do it. Right. So sometimes it has to be a little bit challenging for you to, to grow and, and mature through the process. And so um, I was forced into it, but, you know, I also was prepared too. So I think preparation is everything because I can't honestly say that it would have gone this way had I not already pursued getting my real estate license earlier in that year. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. And so my next question is, how has your expertise in human resources helped you um, in your real estate career? Like what's some of, what, are, what are some of those valuable transferable skills? Like knowing that you have that HR background and you mentioned like building and developing company, it must have been like that was probably the easy part for your real estate career. Like do you have a staff? Do you have employees under you, agents under you? Absolutely. So no, as as an HR professional as well, you know that we are therapists and we are mediators and, you know, we have to talk people off the ledge and we also have to sell people on our employer where we're hiring staff. And so, and, you know, we have to sell managers on ideas and things that, you know, can benefit employees and things of that nature. So a lot of those skills were transferable into the real estate aspect because you are guiding people through the probably the biggest transaction of their life, right? So if you think about 
navigating someone to a job, right? It's so important to have a job. You need income so you can take care of your family. Like it's really, really important for you to be able to earn a living, right? Well, it's just as important for you to have shelter, right? And so when your living situation or when you don't have shelter, you don't sleep well at night. So both roles as an HR practitioner, HR director, and then now as a realtor where I'm guiding someone along a journey, they're both pretty intimate if you think about it. So when you're hiring someone on a job you're knowing their income and most people don't want to talk about their salaries right it's kind of you know help close to the chest and pretty yeah. private you know what i mean so when you think of it from that perspective you know you're assisting them and you're learning about their background and you're doing credit checks background checks and all that stuff it's pretty intimate and when you're when you think about it from an hr perspective well it's the same concept when someone is going through the pre-approval process they're working with the lender they're getting approved to purchase a home they're getting all of that stuff going and then you know you're helping them with their you know you, you sometimes know their credit scores and sometimes you know their ability to afford to purchase a home and mm -hmm. you are also you know going with them to their home like you know it's very intimate so you're showing them homes that's going to eventually maybe be there their home and you know not everyone invites everyone to their home so it's a very intimate aspect and you know navigating someone through that so um i think they're very transferable but to answer your question yes i absolutely run my business like a business mm -hmm. so i do have a team and my hr experience has really played a major role in understanding from a corporate perspective that you cannot do everything right like everyone um has their own perspective roles within the company and me as the overseer um i'm able to have a personal assistant that helps me with business in my personal life i have a transaction manager that assists me with all of my, my transactions and then i hire showing agents to show me some of the properties across the city because Jacksonville is a big city and I can't be in all places at one time. I have my tax strategist, my CPA, because I don't have time to focus on that. I have a bookkeeper. Yes, I, so I run my business like a business. And some of my team are actually employed under me as employees and direct 1099s. And then mm -hmm. some of them, like my CPA, they are their own entity, but they're part of, you know, they, they provide services to my business. So, um, so yeah, so I kind of taken everything that I've learned in corporate and saw how corporations run and everyone has their own strategic parts and it works really, really well. And that's why I've been able to do extremely well in such a short time. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for that. Okay. So uh, my next question is, what does your typical day like? So you're a realtor, like, what do you specialize in? Um, how do you help um, people? You know, you, you, I want you to go into detail with that. Okay. So my typical day is I am not a morning person. So I'm <laughs> so a night owl. Some nights I literally do not go to bed until about 3 or 4 a.m. Um, and that's how you know when you're really passionate about building something because you really lose concept of time, right? And so, um, but I typically will get up at 10 a.m. My team that works um, directly under me, they typically, because we work out of my home office, because um, I just like being at home. And so my team will show up to my home around 10 a.m. And then I kind of just set out, you know, the plan for the day. Um, 
you know, especially my personal assistant, because she does a lot of errand running for me. I cannot tell you the last time I've been inside of the store. Um, so, you know, I kind of set out the plan for the day. I kind of look at my calendar if I have any appointments. Like on Mondays and Fridays, I try to limit myself from having to leave the home, right? Because there's a lot of administrative tasks that go into real estate, right? So you're doing a lot of research of properties, and then you're also doing a lot of business um, development and, you know, searching for clients and things of that nature. So um, so I, I kind of look at all of that um, throughout the day. We may go out, we may tour some properties, or I may get one of my showing agents to tour properties. But the majority of the work that I do is pretty much client acquisition and negotiations. So negotiating with other agents, um, you know, in regards to their list price and sellers and working with some of my investor clients. I'm also an investor. So analyzing deals, making sure that properties meet my clients' criteria and you know just doing a lot of that and in the midst of it all i'm reading and i'm listening to podcasts and i am continuously growing and learning and having um you know development continuing education and just kind of literally just getting through the day it's just so much that encompasses so you can have like for instance i was on vacation and one hour before closing a husband refused to sign off on the closing documents oh, the wife was all, all on board the husband refused and the deal died right so that's the hr that's the hr part right so it's like okay <laughs> crisis management <laughs> what is going on and then you know there's the marital things and it's so it's, it's a lot that goes on in real estate because these are people's lives and it entails a lot of money and it's stressful and you know at least it can be and it's just so much that you don't know and you know the interest rates going up can i really afford this payment some people have a hard time at committing to a mortgage for 15 to 30 years when you know they've been renting so there's just so much that goes on so there's no one day that looks the same mm -hmm. so i can't really say there's this one thing that i do every single day other than wake up and give my team direction but it's just like taking it as it goes yeah thank you so much so what advice would you give individuals wanting to start a career in real estate especially in this market i would say if you've had the inclination or if you decided that this is what you want to do i definitely say go for it right i think it's an amazing career opportunity with endless possibilities however becoming a real estate agent particularly is not a job it is a business and i think a lot of people have the misconception that Oh, all you do is show a house. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so much more to that. I actually um, like to reference myself as being a data analyst because truly being in real estate and analyzing numbers, a lot of analysis, right? So if you're looking at homes that are similar to the home that you're looking for, you're looking at what those homes sold for, how many bedrooms, how many square feet, how many bathrooms, all of these things that you have to take into consideration, right, to help kind of assess a value or determine what the home value is worth um, on, on those properties. So I would just say 
make up your mind that you want to do it, but understand that it is a business, right? And it's not a job. And there is no one to say, Tanisha, prospect for clients. There is no one to say, Tanisha, go out and look at these properties. There is no one to say, you know, any one thing every day for me to do. And also, you don't get paid until you close on a transaction. So there's a lot of free work, F-R-E-E work (laughs) that you do in the very beginning. And there's, it's not a guaranteed paycheck. It is strictly a commission-based business um, unless you structure your business to work on retainer. And that's a whole nother um, thing to do, but it is, it requires a lot. And um, I think if you do it and you realize that it's a business and you make it your own, and you make it your own and you don't look to the right and look to the left of you and try to mimic other people and just be your organic self, I think that it's an amazing career opportunity. And I encourage anyone that wants to do it to do it. Thank you so much for that. And so what are some of the challenges working in real estate? If you had to name two things, what would be some of the challenges for you? Hmm. For me particularly, some of the challenges, um, it's a disappointment that clients can go through, you know, especially when they, when you see someone doing everything mm-hmm. possible to make home ownership a reality for themselves, be it that they're saving money or be it that they are improving their credit. Um, or whatever the case may be. And sometimes it just doesn't happen when they're wanting it to happen, right? So they may not can afford to buy based on the interest rates in the current market or their purchase price is so low that there's just not the inventory. So those things can be very, very um, disappointing and discouraging for for them. And and you want to help and it's only so much that you can do. Um, And I've had clients where... I've worked with them for nearly two years before it happened. And so I always tell my clients, it's not a matter of if you will become a homeowner. It's just a matter of when. And as long as you're determined and you're willing to do it, it is absolutely possible to do it. Mm, You're right. Um, So what advice would you give first-time homebuyers looking to purchase a property? Like, where should they start? It's the first step. The advice that I would give... the advice I will give first-time home buyers is to contact a local trusted realtor, right? Um, mm-hmm. Someone that has experience that can navigate you through the process. Because if you think that a realtor that you trust and ask for referrals, ask your family or friends if they've used someone or, you know, um, find your realtor and from there a realtor can make all the connections for you. So they can refer you to their preferred lender for you to get pre-approved to kind of help you to assess your ability to purchase a property. Um, so you can go through that process and some lenders will assist you with credit repair if that's a challenge. There are some lenders that have access to different grants um, down payment assistance programs that can assist you. And even as you're going through the process, you're going to need a realtor that's connected to vendors such as home inspectors, um, you know, 
insurance providers to help you with homeowners insurance and you know all of those things so it's so important to connect with a, a realtor who is connected with you know people in the industry and that really you know like i said treat their business like a business and that a real a great realtor would be your one-stop shop yeah i'm taking notes thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome so my last question I mean, well, I have two more questions, but this one is the real last one. What are some of your wins that you you don't mind sharing as part as as uh, your realtor? Like, if you can share some, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. So my biggest wins is when my clients are winning, right? And so I work with the majority of DA. Um, you know, these are veterans, whether they retired military or active military. So they get the advantage of the VA loan, which means they don't have to put any money down. Um, and so with a lot of my VA buyers, some of our new construction builders here will allow them to purchase a brand new home. They don't have to put any money down. And some of the incentives that the builders provide will pay all of their closing costs and prepaids. And I've been able to negotiate, I mean, I can count, like, gosh, had to be over a dozen deals where my buyers walked away from the closing table with money and they didn't have to put any money down and they didn't have to pay any closing costs. And so those are the wins for me, right? Um, another win would be when I can negotiate a deal that it works out and my buyers best interest and not only do they get money at closing but they automatically have instant equity in their home so they're purchasing a home um for more than what it's they're buying a home they're financing it for less than what it's worth so that means that they have equity wow. in the home wow thank you yeah. so thank you so much tanisha nicole for joining us for levels and growth podcast how can people connect with you Oh, well, you can find me on um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Tanisha Nicole Real Estate, or you can go to TanishaCoreRealEstate.com and um, connect with me there. Thank you so much. And all of your information will be in the show notes for listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been fun.